0: you're listening to the seek first podcast for students with stephanie akiyama and kurt petershawn
1: all right, everyone, welcome back to the Seek First yes. podcast. Welcome,
0: everyone. We
1: are here once again. And, glad you're uh, here. We're glad you're here. We're glad to be here. Yes, we are. It's very exciting. So this is week three. We are on week three of the witnessing, sharing your faith, evangelism, if you want to use that fancy right. old church word of <laughs> um, just what it looks like to, to tell people about Jesus, tell yeah. people about the hope that we have if, as we've shared over and over again. Um and so, what we're going to do this week, hopefully, we're going to finish your notes out. Well. I, mean, <laughs>
0: I know. I've only got two more pages. Two <laughs> more pages, guys. Stephanie had three <laughs> weeks worth
1: of notes. Um, no, nah, so I think we will, but we're just going to talk a little bit more this week about the practicalities of this. Yes. Um, just how do we, like, what are some, well, okay, so we ended last week with use your words, right? So right. Um, we've been talking a lot about just our lifestyle, what that looks like, all that, what the gospel is. Um, so this week, we're just going to do our best to kind of say, okay, how do I actually use my words right. to tell someone about the hope that is in me, right? Like Peter says in First Peter three. So um let's just let's just dive right into it. Um Something that you know, I thought that we could just start off addressing was just kind of the awkwardness of it, right? Like, right? Because sometimes, and and this is a phrase you like to use, kind of embracing the awkward. Is that what you say, embrace the awkward, or bear, uh,
0: bear bearing the burden, bearing the burden, bear the burden of the awkwardness? Of the awkward. Yes, you've heard got you say to that be many the one. Times. I think yeah. that's a great way to yeah
1: think about it as Christians, right? Because um yeah, sharing your faith can be awkward. Um, so look, at, at, you know I know. I don't know about you, I know I've had conversations with people before where kind of even going into it, you're like, I, you know, I don't even know where this is going to go, Yeah. how it's going to go, Yeah.
0: What it's look like. Which is, I think, so where our, God wants us to be, right? Yeah, I think sure, that yeah, yeah. going in, um, we are just being obedient. Like mm-hmm. we're just doing the thing that God has called us right. to do, not only called us to do, but has equipped us mm-hmm. and empowered us to do. But we have to rely on him. Yeah, we can't be like, "Oh, I got this." You know, I'm going to go in and you know, play this thing. It's yeah. going to be fantastic. You know, right, <laughs> it's just yeah. like, I think that that is where he wants us. Yeah, because in our weakness, he is strong. Right, and kind of um, gives
1: us that uh, a real dependence. Right, absolutely on, him, on the spirit. Where he even told his disciples, Jesus said, "You know, I, you'll you'll have the words. Yeah. You need the words. You'll have the words. You're yeah. relying on me. Relying on the spirit." Um, and I have found that that's pretty true. You know, I, I, um, I say pretty true. I mean, it is true, uh, just in, you know, in the moments when I need the wisdom or just the, the grace of the Lord to be able to say what needs to be said to somebody, yeah. or maybe just the boldness, right? Maybe just the courage, s- the courage yeah. of simply going, you know, open your mouth and just say yeah. something, you know, right. not anything, but at the right. same time. And by the way, I think this is Back to the the value that we've talked so much about in this podcast about the value of just knowing the Lord and knowing the Scriptures, yeah. right? To where that's in you, that's right. that's inside of you, and and it's able to just come out of you, right? Sort of that illustration, like a if if your glass is full, right? Your glass is full, and it 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 gets bumped, it gets shaken, or whatever, and in that moment of fear, it get whatever what what's in there is going to come out, right? Right, and so right. If we're full of the Lord, and we're full of His Word. We're seeking first His kingdom, then. I do believe in those moments when we're kind of pressed, maybe into a corner, or whether it's a somebody wants to debate you on something, which happens sometimes, yeah. and want to argue, or you just have an opportunity to to speak to someone more kindly and, and right. openly about the gospel, that you're able to do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think just raising the value, starting there. Um, so we're not we're not anybody listening. We're not saying. Um, you know, just go into these conversations cold and blind and naked, right? Right. Like, <laughs> right. Go, go right. into these conversations prepared um, yes. with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, right? right? Ephesians 6. Yeah. So, um, And your feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel yeah. of peace. And we, yeah. we, man, we should just do the whole armor the of God. The whole armor of God. So good. <laughs> but so good. yeah, be be prepared. And even at the end of that passage, what does Paul say? He asks the Ephesians to pray for me, he says, so that when, so that words may be given me, so that I may yes. boldly proclaim the, the message of the gospel yes. whenever I can. So, yes. And this is what it's all about. right? Um, so what, what we want to do just for the next little bit is just maybe give you guys some tools in your tool belt, yeah. some tools in
0: the armor of God here. Yes, so um, if you're not driving, get out a pen and paper. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you might want to take some notes. Yeah, pause, yeah,
1: pause this. <laughs> yes. and, uh, yeah, hopefully, really, uh, you know, hopefully this will be something that will help. We're going to share with you guys a few different kind of, I don't know if we want to call them techniques, but just tools, again, techniques right. to sharing the gospel, sharing your faith. Yeah. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about, and this is something that if you, um maybe if you've been around East Eastridge for a little while, you have heard of this or seen us do this. We did this last year. Um Gosh, was that? Yeah. It was the beginning of 2020. So it felt like four and a half decades ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was January, 2020. Um, at the South Newton campus, Hunter Hall went down there, and at the East Newton campus, his son Jackson Hall, who, um, Jackson was kind of discipled. And I'm sorry if you know if you're listening to this and you know the the names of these the the guy. I don't remember the name of the guy that discipled Jackson in this, but um. This, this guy basically taught Jackson this method of kind of having these spiritual conversations, okay? Yeah. Um, so Jackson has shared that, and Hunter shared it at, at both of our campuses at Eastridge. We actually did this last summer at summer camp, too, and Jackson even came to our student ministry one time and kind of shared some of this. So this might be just a, a reiteration for you, but if not, hopefully, if it's the first time you're hearing it, this is, this is edifying to you. So... Here's the idea of this. The the what I, what I kind of want you to think of this as is just sort of a, you know, how do I move from, uh, just plain everyday conversation, right, right. to a little bit more meaningful conversation, to spiritual conversation, okay? Because ultimately, again, as we're talking about sharing our faith, that's spiritual conversation. That's that's the deep stuff. Yeah. Um. So here's the reality. Every day. You and I, we're talking about all sorts of things, right? With all sorts of people. Um, probably, you know, if we're not like a hermit or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you, and, and look, you, and all jokes aside, you might be homeschooled and, and maybe you don't see a whole lot of people, but, you know, I'd encourage you, you know, if you have some outlets where you're having conversations with yeah. others. Yeah. Um, even with those
0: you game with. Like, yeah. Even if they're not right. In yeah. Front of you yeah. Yet. Somebody. Yeah. Right.
1: Um, which is just another point, by the way, before we jump in, like, you know, if, if you find yourself never having the opportunity yeah, to have any conversations with people who aren't Christians, just find some, yeah. you know, just go look for them. They're out there. So right. whether it's getting on a ball team or going to a new club or just walking around your neighborhood and meet some people or whatever. Yes. I don't know. So anyway, yes. all right. So what are some things, Stephanie, what are some things that you might just talk about every day, everyday conversation type things?
0: Oh, like uh, a restaurant I've been to mm-hmm. or um, what my daughter is up to okay. kids, these family. days. Kids, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, my dog, for heaven's sakes. I Pets. love my dog. Yeah, yeah. we yes. all talk about our kids. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe sports. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, restaurant movies. Yeah, a whatever. sale at my favorite okay. store. You know, I mean, those kinds of things, all the things.
1: All sorts of stuff that we might just talk about and yeah. these are things this this is this. so this is what we would just call like um, just everyday common conversation yeah okay um, again yeah family or friends or video games or sports hobbies or hobbies yeah, yeah. anything that you just might bring up uh, students you might talk about look it, it might even be like what teacher you like or don't like what yeah. homework y'all have tonight right what, uh, what you know what so and so did to so and so else I mean, maybe it's gossip maybe yeah. they, I mean there's all sorts of conversations right these are conversations we're always having. So here here again, so if we kind of start there and then you go, okay, well, man, I want to get into talking about Jesus with these people somehow. How do I make that jump? How do I make that? Because that's a big leap, <laughs> right. right? That might be a big leap if right. you're talking about homework.
0: Yeah. And I go, eh, but anyway, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know who's really good at math? Probably <laughs> Jesus, you know, like that's weird, right? <laughs> we can't really do that. And that might be kind of hard. So... What we can do, and this, again, this this takes a little bit of thought and takes a little bit of practice, but this is just hopefully something that will give you some, maybe just some, uh, some thoughts for the future of like, okay, how can I move those conversations, um, is we kind of have this middle ground, okay, between the common conversation and the spiritual conversation, we have this middle ground that we call meaningful conversation right okay um so okay let's take um just school okay so that's, yeah. that's the student thing you're, you're probably dealing with school whatever it is schoolwork, school whatever so you're talking to a friend and that you know y'all are talking about some homework you guys had or some test or whatever maybe the friend starts talking about okay they didn't do so great on the test and man my mom and dad are just gonna be so mad at me about this or that or whatever you know i don't know i mean this is probably a pretty normal conversation um you know Look, it's easy just to kind of have that conversation and then just kind of laugh it off and move on to the next, you know, meaningless conversation. Or if you're Christian, you can start to go, okay, man, like this is an opportunity for me to actually have a moment where I connect with my friend a little deeper yeah. and be like, you know, why, why, why would your parents get really mad about that? You know, oh, well, you know, they feel like I don't work hard or they feel like this or that or, you know, you know, does that, is that like you, you and your parents argue a lot? I don't know. I mean, you're just able right. to talk to your friend a little bit. Right, and actually care about them. Actually care yeah. about them. And again, the point, you know, and maybe in that moment, it's not necessarily, you just want to get them Baptized, (laughs) (laughs) right? but the point being, okay, you're making a connection now and you're having this real deep conversation, Um, or at least it's deeper and it's moving towards, okay, maybe this person really cares about me. Maybe they have, and hopefully you do care about your friends. Um, and then, as you have that conversation, you know, you can kind of say, um, well, you know, you, you maybe start to identify some things like this student, this friend of mine might really struggle with who they are. Like they're defined by their grades, they're yeah. defined by their schoolwork, they're defined by what their parents' expectations are of them, and mm-hmm. all those things, which can be really hard yeah. things to live under as a teenager or yeah. anybody. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden, you have an opportunity there. You see, you, hopefully, you can now see there's a little bit of an open door on the other side where you can go, man, here's as a Christian, can I tell you where I find my identity? Yes. You know, um, I like, I know we have to all deal with these things. I know school is important, and that's important. Man, I'm so glad that I know Jesus and he saved and redeemed me. I don't know. And, and look, that yeah. that conversation might not happen real fast. It might not even happen that day. Right. But at least as you're having conversations with people and you build those relationships, mm-hmm. you're able to start just kind of having this mindset all the time of, okay, I'm just going to listen and and really be intentional with people, with my friends, right? to not just always have shallow conversation.
0: Yeah. And, and if... If there's a friend in particular mm-hmm. that you want to start praying praying mm-hmm. for, uh, for an open door to be able to share, you can start kind of mentally thinking through this conversation, right? Because right, yeah. a lot of your friends, you know what you talk about. You're going to talk about the Braves. You're going to talk about the, you know, like you're just going to talk about certain things with right. certain people. Yeah. And so you can actually do the mental work um, of taking that conversation down a road that leads to Jesus, and it's and again, like Kurt said, it's not to get them in the doors of the church, right? right? It is because you have compassion. Yeah. Because Jesus had compassion on you, and we share that. We have compassion on people because we know what they need. Yeah. Is Jesus. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and, and look, I, uh, so I know. That, look, that was like a flyover. That was a flyby. That was a quick example and yeah. a quick thing. That that. That process and being able to do that well, no, I would never expect anybody to just be <laughs> you're like a seventh grade boy right. and you're trying to think about how to do that really well. I, look, it takes time and it takes maturity and it takes some wisdom. I would say, though, you know, whether you're a, a student or an adult listening to this, if you're trying to think, OK, well, how can I be better at that about having like really good conversations? Um Look, talk to someone that is a little older than you, that's yeah. a Christian who maybe has a little bit more wisdom on some of that and some maturity. Mm-hmm. If you have, like Stephanie, like you just said, if there's a friend of yours that you know, okay, we always just talk about sports or we right. always just talk about video games, whatever it is. Yeah. Um go to go to like an older, wiser Christian and say, Hey, I have this friend and here's what we always talk about. Could you help me maybe think through like how how could I steer the conversation to be a little bit more meaningful while yeah. we talk? And how could I share about Jesus in that conversation? You know what I mean? Like you might have an adult in your life who's able to go, yeah, okay. Like here's maybe what you could say or here's how you can talk to them. And again, it's not, it's not, it's not manipulation. It's not like trying to just trick somebody, No. but it's caring about people enough to say, I really do want to get to know you and I want to be able to have deeper conversations. Right. And ultimately I want you to know Jesus, you know, that's the important thing here. um, Is that we're able to, you know, have opportunities to share Christ with others.
0: Yep, yeah, I love that. Um, one of the ways um, that I think opens doors uh, to hearing people's stories and letting them know and just going a deeper level with them is sharing your story. Yep. Um, and mm-hmm. so once you start talking about Jesus, um, people kind of will say, well, why? Why does it matter? You know, what? what's the big deal about that? Um, yeah. Uh, or they may just say, you know, I know so-and-so, they go to church and they're not very friendly and so uh, no thank you or or whatever. And so if you are able to share your story, this is another great way um, to share Jesus with your words. Um, And again... Uh, you're not really sharing your story. You're sharing You're sharing Jesus, right? You're sharing how he impacted your right. life. The, the, the focus a, is on him. Right. It's not just yeah. about you. It's right. about Christ, it's but about him and it involves what, you. He and, does. Yeah. That's exactly right. And what he did yeah. in your life. And so um, if you it, take note, because there is a very, very simple process to think about how you can share your story. And this yeah. is another thing. Like, um, We do talk about prepping. There is definitely power Uh, with the spirit in you, Mm -hmm. he will empower you. He'll give you boldness. He'll give you courage. But it's like when the apostles were witnessing, Mm -hmm. they had experienced all the stuff. Like they had the truth in them from what they had heard Jesus say. What the Holy Spirit did was not necessarily give them new information. Right. They had the information. Yeah. He gave them the courage. Yeah the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, He went before them and softened hearts and made the the connections happen so that they could share about Jesus. Um, So I say all that to say there is some prep work Mm -hmm. involved. This is is something that you can think about. You can sit down and write this down. And so when sharing your story, there are basically three things that you should write down. The first one is, or or no, I I write it down so I can know, Um, who you were. Before you knew Jesus, what you struggled with, yeah. what the problem was, um, who you were before you knew Jesus—it's funny because Kurt, you just gave that that example that you just pulled out of the pulled out of the air, <laughs> but that was me. Yeah, I grew up, and because my dad took off, mm-hmm. um, I got my value from accomplishments. Yeah, and so everything yeah. was about accomplishing, 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 yeah. and when I didn't accomplish. It slayed me, yeah. um, and so and so that w- that was me. And so when I'm telling someone my story, that's what I start off with. Like yeah. my value was from what I could do. That was yeah. that was it. That's what I thought I was.
1: Or- I, yeah, I think that. Um- you know, trying to identify as we're, like you're saying, sharing your story and kind of that first part of it, it's almost like trying to identify, um, like what, well, I use the word identify. What, what did I identify with mainly yes. sort of right before right. I really knew Jesus, before I identified with him and he identified with me. Right. What was my life about? Exactly. And look, what it might be, me, yeah. Cause it what might be simple for? stuff. It, yeah. You know, you might not have been a drug addict or, right. you know, stole a car like right. some <laughs> crazy people I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, maybe it was just like accomplishments or you know, it was just video games, or is it was just, like I just was, whatever. I mean, right, you might have been seven years old when you accepted the Lord. Um, I was eight, you know, and right. there's so there's not a whole lot of that beforehand, right. Um, but I can definitely say, you know, like we can all say, um, like kind of pinpointing, you know, I know that uh, my life was sort of about this, and this is all that I knew, or this is all that I cared about, or this right. is all that filled me up, yeah, you know,
0: or I never got filled up, or, and yeah, I, or I tried empty. to, right, yeah, yeah, I tried to use right. this to fill me up, and then okay, so who you were before you knew Jesus, who, what you identified with, what filled you up, what you were all about. The second part is the story of how you came to know him. Yeah. Did you go to a VBS? Did you go to a a church service? Was it a a one life? Was it camp? Um, Where you, the circumstances around how you got to know him and then how your life is different now that you're living in a relationship with Jesus. Even
1: though it's not perfect right how it's different because it is different it is different you're dead now you're alive that's, at least. Ex- that's exactly big, right uh, you have change. the
0: spirit of god um, living in you yeah, yeah and
1: i and that's the one i wanted to highlight real quick was just that um i do have a lot of recently i feel like i've had a lot of conversations with students that um really feel like they can't share a testimony because they just maybe still struggle with some stuff yeah and look i get you know we all struggle with some stuff and sometimes it is you know there's certain parts of our story that we're not comfortable sharing and that's okay too. Like you don't Absolutely. have to share every detail of your life. Yeah. You know, with everybody. And there will be some people you will feel comfortable with and some people you're not. But but, you know, we're not disqualified from sharing a story mm. just because we had we don't have it all together and because we're not done yet, you know, like Paul says again in Philippians um three where he's like, I'm not you know, I haven't obtained all this, but I'm just pressing on. Right. He's pressing on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. I, I, I I'm not perfect. But man, I'm just going to move forward, and I can gladly rejoice even in my struggles. And, yeah, you know that I'm not there yet, but Jesus is all that I'm striving for and, and right after.
0: So. Because if you're perfect now, <laughs> that's unrelatable. It, nobody can relate. Nobody to can relate. You're yeah. going to go, yeah, yeah. Well, of course you can do it. Yeah. You know, but I, I can't do that. Sounds I have too much too much stuff. That's exactly right. So, to put it in short form, who you were before you knew Jesus, mm-hmm. how you met him. And how he became Lord of your life and how things are different. What changed afterwards? Um, and look, that is, and Kurt said this before, that's the one thing that people cannot argue about. Like. They can argue about whatever. Um, was Jesus born December 25th or not? <laughs> like they, can, they can argue no. over all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you that, that would be no. But anyway, <laughs> they can argue over all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but they can't argue your story and your experience with Jesus. And life and change. So that's exactly yeah. right. The hope that you have, yeah. the life change that you have. Every so. time I
1: think about testimonies, my, my thought always goes to John 4 with the woman at the well. Yes. Right? Because that is the... Perfect example of this. So a good. woman who clearly had a really tough life. Yeah. Um we don't know her whole story, but we just know she had five husbands. The woman, the, the the man she was with now is not her husband. Jesus tells her this. She meets Jesus. Anyway, long story short, Jesus reveals himself to be the Messiah, right? I, I am he. I'm the one you've been looking for. I'm the one the Samaritans look for, the yeah. Jews are looking for whatever. This woman who was so, before she meets Jesus, like, we can just read into that, that she was very lost. She was very broken. She was just lonely and isolated, yeah, whatever.
0: Ostracized
1: and what does she do after she meets Jesus? She runs back into town. <laughs> runs back into she town. She even
0: leaves her water jar, which <laughs> yeah, I yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. That is life. She's like, like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm here for this. She even leaves the water jar. She yeah.
1: runs back into town to tell people about this man, this Messiah who told me everything I ever did. Like, she gladly is kind of going, look, I'm a sinner and he yeah. told me all about it. <laughs> right. Um, um, and, and it says that people actually, then all the Samaritans go out to see him, yeah. to, to meet him because, it says because of her testimony. Yeah, um, it, it never said after she met Jesus, she was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I am no longer struggle with any of this stuff. Right. Because um, we don't know, it might have been years before she really worked out a lot of the issues yeah. that she had. But anyway, yeah. um, man, she was just so joyful and yeah. just was like... Right now, what I want is for people to go see that same guy that just changed my life. So yes, that that is
0: awesome, and it always points to Jesus. We always Mm -hmm. want to kind of we always get nervous because we think it's about us, but it's not. It points to Jesus. Um, I was even thinking we were talking about um, when the Holy Spirit comes. Um, and the apostles, when they were speaking in tongues, they were speaking all these different other languages. Mm -hmm. Um, even that we could have gone, oh my gosh, did you just see the, the, the apostle John, he learned another language in like five seconds. Like that was awesome. But it, it gave all glory to God. And so just, if you get that in your head, um, that number one, whoever you're talking to, this is the thing Mm -hmm. that they desperately need. And and make it about God. It's all about Him anyway. And just trust that, right? Like, yes, you know, God, God, God desires
1: that all men be saved. God desires yes. to draw to Himself, and so man, we we get to be part of it, and. Yeah. We even get to use our story, our, our messed up, broken, not perfect story. <laughs> and you might not say it perfectly. Right. I've had, I've, I've had students before share their testimonies. And when they got done, they were like, oh, I meant to say this and this and this. I didn't say it right. Uh, whatever. Um. And then I'm like, yeah, but, you know, that kid just came and told me how much your story impacted their life. And yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It, it's not about just getting it right all the time. but Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. just being
0: obedient. And know, most people, know. the fact that you care enough to be vulnerable enough. Right. To share mm-hmm. your story is going to open up parts of their heart that mm-hmm. they just didn't even realize was there.
1: And it emboldens other Christians. Yes. You know, it yeah. it, it encourages the non-Christians mm-hmm. to go, oh, this is a real person that yeah. Jesus really saved, like me. Yeah. And it emboldens the, the Christians to yeah. go, oh. Maybe I could share my story. That's right. And that's almost always what happens. Yeah. Whenever we've done like student testimonies, it's almost always right after that another student will come and go, Hey, I want to share my story. Yeah. Because uh, it's great too, you know. Yeah. And and anyway, it's just really cool. Yeah. So all right. I so, know you got a couple other yes. uh, methods of yes. sharing with some scripture. Mm-hmm. So why don't you walk us through yes. what those will look like? Okay. Well.
0: So there is a short version and a little bit of a longer version that um that really digs in. And so the short version goes like this. God loves you. Jesus died for you. Salvation is available to you. <laughs> yep. Okay. And so
1: these he, are, these are two different, like a shorter and a longer version yes. of like kind of how to specifically share the gospel.
0: Right. 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 How to walk someone through yep. the truths of scripture, why the condition that they are in before Jesus, yep. how it came to be that Jesus loves them and is even interested in them yeah. uh, and how they can have a forever relationship yeah. with him.
1: So, by the way, when we say gospel, yes, because um, some people you might right. be listening and you don't not exactly sure what we mean when we yeah. say that. Um, when we say gospel, I think very most simply we could just say the the story of Jesus, yeah. right, the, and what he has done for us. Yes, how how God has sent him to redeem us as broken and fallen and sinful human beings to save us and bring us to Himself, right, right. to restore things back to the way he created them and intended them to be. Yes. Right. So anyway, again, that was a long definition, but the short definition just being the good news about Jesus. Yes. This is what we're talking about. Right. Gospel means good news. Yep. Good news about Jesus.
0: Yep. And this is why we are here, <laughs> why we're left on planet earth when we are right. saved is to share this good news. So let me just walk you through this. Um, and what I've done um in with the next passage um with the next group of passages um, you can actually do with these three as well. But what I've done is I I've memorized the address of where the first one is. Yeah. Okay. And so this first one, God loves you, is John three sixteen. We
1: know that one. So yeah. some
0: people do, yeah. Some people yeah. know that one. So if you can remember John three sixteen, then you can turn in your Bible to John three mm-hmm. sixteen, underline it, and it says this for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And so that's where you start. Now, you don't just lob a scripture at someone yeah. and say, uh, you got it? <laughs> yeah. 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 You just kind of explain it a little bit. You talk about how th- this scripture is so encouraging because it says that God loved us. Yeah. And He loves us so much mm-hmm. that He made a plan to reconcile us to Himself. We were far away from Him, and He set forth a plan to draw us to Himself. And it was in the sacrifice of His Son. Yeah, that He gave His only Son. Like, yes. What a
1: he, great place to start. That's and exactly saying, Man, right. Do you know God loves you? And yeah. here's what He did for that. That's right? exactly because right. Because of that.
0: Yes. So the next one. So, here's what I do. I would underline John 3:16 and then in the bottom corner of my Bible on the page where John 3:16 is, I would write the next one, which is 1 Corinthians 15:3 and 4. So just on the page where John 3:16 is.
1: I'm going to turn there. Yes. I'll read it. 1 Corinthians 15.
0: Yep. 3 and 4. Ooh, okay. Oop. So then you'll turn to that and then either you can read it or you can have your friend read it.
1: All right, here we go. So first Corinthians 15, three and four says, mm-hmm. for what I received, I passed on to you as a first importance. And here, I love this passage because this is the gospel. Yeah. That Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then to the 12. Uh, is that it? Right? Yep. Cool. Yep. Yep. So. Jesus died. Right. Jesus was buried. Jesus rose from the dead. Yes.
0: There you go. <laughs> right. And that was the sacrifice required. Yep. For our redemption. Okay, so God loves you, John 3 16. Jesus died for you, 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. And then on the page of 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4, you underline that scripture. And then at the bottom of that, you will um write the words Romans 10 9. Mm-hmm. So then you know to go to Romans 10 9 after that. And Let's do it. Kurt's gonna read Romans 10 9.
1: Romans ten nine says this, that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So there's your, what do I do?
0: Yeah, right. that's exactly right. And that's what you explain. You Three say, so look, yeah. this, is, this is the truth of God. And he says that what you have to do is confess and believe. That's
1: that's, John 3.16, God sent his son because we're sinners. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, that he died, he was buried, he rose again. And then Romans 10.9, and if you confess and believe in him, you're saved. You're saved. That's the whole gospel. That is the whole gospel in three scriptures. Three scriptures, yeah. And you can sit and talk for five hours about that. That's exactly right. And there's going to be a lot of, you might share that with somebody and they might ask you a billion questions that you don't know the answers to. Right.
0: And And that's that's okay. okay. (laughs) Right. That's (laughs) Um, okay.
1: You can say, you know what, I'll, let's, let's just keep talking and we'll figure out it out. We'll, I'll, I'll look for the answers or I'll go ask my pastor or I'll talk to my mom about that tonight and I'll get yeah. back to you. Whatever. Yes. Um, but man, you can just share. I love that. That's yeah. so simple.
0: Super simple. And
1: those scriptures yes. are not rocket science. Right. And then
0: <laughs> you can you can have them pray, Yeah. God, I, I've messed up my life. I want to give it to you. Mm-hmm. And so please take it. I believe that Jesus died for my sins, yeah. that he took my punishment for me. And I want to accept that free gift. Yep. Amen. Like that. Yep. That is, and that's I mean, that's just ask it. Them, like do you believe that. Yes. You believe
1: what I just read to you, or what you maybe let yeah. them read it. Do you believe this, and yeah, again, just have that conversation. And and like you said last week, by the way, well, the the average average Christian would say seven times. Like, yeah. They maybe heard this seven times before they believed. So don't get so discouraged if you no. you might share that exactly with somebody, and you're like, ooh, I got this formula. I'm gonna share it. They're gonna believe. I'm gonna baptize them on Sunday. But you <laughs> do it, and they they go, yeah, that was all really cool. Um, I mean. I don't, I don't believe it necessarily, but right. well, I mean, they might right. say that, and right. you say, "Okay, that's okay. Yes, um, I'm going to keep praying for you. Is there anything I, I can pray for you about? Would you like to talk more about it later?
0: Whatever, yeah. you know. That's exactly keep the conversation right. Going. That is exactly yeah. right. I love that. I love that reminder because um, the gospel demands a response, yeah. and this is not a guarantee. Right. That's exactly not, right. This not. is not. This is not a formula. Um, yeah. God has plans for that person's life. And um, it may be a couple more years. Before. I guess you could
1: say this is not a formula for their salvation. This is a formula to share it.
0: That's exactly right. Yes. It's not, a form, it's
1: not, right. it's not to say here's a prescription. You do this, they're going to believe. It. Right. It's just here's what you do to share it. Yeah. Easy way to do it.
0: Right. So. And don't feel like you have failed yeah. um, because uh, you're just asked to be obedient.
1: Yeah. So let's do the Romans Road. This all is right. the famous Romans this Road. This
0: is the famous Romans Road. And so um, if you, ha- you want to take notes or you have your Bible in front of you, the first one... I
1: do have these marked in my Bible.
0: Yes. But I've done this one. The first one that you will always start off with um, is Romans 3.23. Kurt, will you read Romans 3.23, please? For all have sinned and fall short of the glory. Of God. <laughs> yes. I got that one. Yes. And so <laughs> when you read that one, it is just basically saying that nobody makes it. To God's perfection nobody has attained that nobody is good enough you can't um give give enough stuff away you can't be good enough um, to be to reconcile yourself to God mm-hmm. um, and so this just lets them know hey nobody like everybody's off the off the hook like nobody get nobody is good enough everybody has fallen short of the glory of God yeah so the next scripture so at the bottom of the page on Romans 323 you're going to write Romans 623. And then you're going to turn to that and read.
1: Romans 6:23 says the wages of sin
0: is death. Yes. So, what we earn yep from our sinful thoughts, actions, and deeds is death. Yeah.
1: Gospel starts off with not so I know, great. It's news. not
0: good. Yeah, it's not it's That's why the gospel is news. good news. That's exactly good. right. Starts exactly bad. Right. It gets better. Got to go dark before yeah. it gets light. Yes. Okay, and so at the bottom of the page on Romans 6:23, you're going to write Romans 5:8. Romans 5, 8 says,
1: But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Yes. So. So we've just told him. Yeah. We're all sinners. Right. That's all of us. Right. And we deserve death. Yes. But God demonstrates, the third one, that God demonstrates his love in that Jesus paid the death for our sin. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: That's crazy. So good. I mean, why would he do that?
1: Right. While 3, we were 16, still sinners. Because he loves Yes, us. that's exactly right. <laughs> right? That's he exactly demonstrated right. his love. Yeah. Moving along with the gospel. That's good stuff. I love it. All right, it's like, so. It's like Paul knew what he was doing when he wrote <laughs> stuff down. <laughs> right. Like he, yeah, that's the Apostle Paul who wrote Romans.
0: Who wrote Romans. Yes. I, it's probably... Yeah, anyway. One of my it probably it, is my I mean, favorite book. Look, seriously, in the, in about the New Romans,
1: even non Christian scholars around the world agree this is one of the finest pieces of literature ever written. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Right. Like, you cannot believe it all day long and go, right. This is brilliant yes. stuff. Yes. Um, and obviously as Christians we go, it's brilliant <laughs> it's brilliant intellectually and it's brilliant spiritually. Yes and it's amazing. So yes. man, read Romans if you haven't.
0: Yes, Amen. amen. Okay, <laughs> at the bottom of um, Romans 5, 8, at the bottom of that page, so you're going to underline Romans 5, 8, and then at the bottom of that page, you're going to write Romans 10, 9. Now, we already, we've already heard this one, but we're going to hear it again. Romans 10, 9 says...
1: Yep, here we go. That if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And I actually have another note on that one yeah. to read also verse 13. It says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Uh, so there's that. Everyone. So good. Everybody. Yeah. Believe this. If you confess that Jesus
0: is Lord, you'll be saved. Right. All have sinned. All have sinned. But everyone can be saved. Yep. I love that. Super good. Yes. All right. Now, we are going to stray from Romans just for a bit. Um, for two verses. So after you underline Romans ten nine, in the bottom corner of that page, you're going to write Mark one fourteen and 15. So Mark chapter 1, verses 14 and 15.
1: After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news. There's the word gospel of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news.
0: Yes. And so one of the words that we see repeated uh, over and over in scripture when we are talking about coming to faith in Jesus is this idea of repentance. Mm -hmm. And that is literally a fancy word for turn and go the other way, (laughs) right? Your, Your life is headed in one direction and you are going to on purpose Turn around and head away from that. It's like a turn of mind and heart. Right. right?
1: Like literally to change your mind about it. Like I'm turning the other direction about sin.
0: Yes. And so that's what we want to encourage people who we're reading this with. And then the last one is John 3.16, which is probably the gospel in a verse.
1: For God so loved the world. He gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life.
0: Amen. And that is the Romans road. That is how to share the gospel using scriptures. Yep.
1: It's good stuff um, so yeah hopefully just as you guys have been listening this has been like we said at the beginning just a few tools in your tool belt yeah. um, and th- these are not the only ways to do those yeah. kind of things but hopefully we've just given you some things to think about with how do I start a conversation and then once I'm I'm there can I share my story and how do I do that and then how can I actually use the Bible use script because look at the end of the day everything as Christians that we know and believe about God it comes from the Bible so yeah. we need to be able to share here's what the Bible and people may go well I don't believe the Bible and we said well I do do, and here's what I know. Yeah. here's what I'm here's what I'm sharing with you, and 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 two again back to the whole um, man just trusting in God with this to mm-hmm. to believe like His Word said it will not return void and and to know that um, man the power. It's not with us. Right. It's with him. Yeah. Um. His His word. Um, you know. Isaiah forty says all men are like grass, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Yeah. It's It's His word that's going to keep going and prevail right. here. Um. That we come and go and all of that. But man, what's and and what's great is that we get to share the gospel the same way as a Christian would have in the second century. Yes. You know. Um. We so can share cool. our stories of how Jesus changed our lives. We can share the scriptures. Yeah. And say, man, here's what Jesus has done. And yeah. so. Like you said at the beginning, kind of bearing the burden of awkward sometimes and just going, you know what? I'm going to be willing and just able and um, faithful to share what God has given me to share. Right. And trust him with the results.
0: Yeah. And I do want to say it it starts with prayer, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that you think that Kurt and I, like we say these words, pray and read your Bible all the time. But I'm telling you, it is the secret sauce. Uh, to living a fulfilling Christian life is if you spend time in prayer Mm -hmm. um, and listen, ask for this, ask for opportunities to share your story, to share scripture with somebody. And God, that is a prayer he wants to answer, right? And so he will. Look for those opportunities, not only pray for it, but then when you wake up, go, all right, God, what you got for me today? And for boldness, right? I mean,
1: we see the disciples do that a lot in Acts where they They kept gathering together, praying for boldness, like, God... I think it's Acts four where they're they're praying. That I like,
0: love that. Consider
1: their threats. Yes. Effort, consider the threats that they've made against us. Right. But enable us to have this boldness to keep speaking. Yes. John
0: and Peter had been beaten. It's they had been jailed. Crazy. And instead of coming out of jail, coming out of being beaten, and saying, "Lord, slay our enemies and take care <laughs> of them and lick our y- wounds. Yes. And, and protect and us and yeah. keep us safe," they didn't pray for that. Mm-hmm. They didn't pray for comfort. They didn't pray for safety. They prayed for boldness. Yeah. Let us do it again. Yes. let
1: us be brave enough to go get beat again and be counted worthy. <laughs> counted worthy. Yes, yes, man. it's so good. it is amazing. Uh, people look,
0: need Jesus guys. people yeah. ne- and you've got him. Yeah. You have him., yeah. share him
1: if you want to have some boldness about sharing your faith and some and some more tools in your tool belt, um, you know, read through the Book of Acts. Mm. You know, just see these stories of these men and women who are so faithful to just go and share it. You know, at any and every cost. Um, it's beautiful and it's it's convicting. Every time I read through Acts, I'm like, oh, man, me
0: too. Like, I'm not, I want to live like this. The more. Book of Acts is how. This good news yeah. that gives hope, that changes lives, that makes us new creations. It's how it went from a little tiny city mm-hmm. <laughs> in Israel. With, with
1: 140 disciples. Yes, to,
0: to, the to the world. Like that, the book of Acts is the story of how it went from there to everywhere. It's
1: like a 30 year span where the gospel went from 140 people to tens or hundreds of thousands uh, all across Europe and Asia Minor and all the Right. It's
0: why you know about Jesus. (laughs) It's why you know Jesus is because... Men and women were faithful. That's exactly right. And if it stops with us,
1: it stops. So let let it not stop with us. Yes, Let it keep going. So thanks for listening today, y'all. Hopefully you've been encouraged. And, um, you know, if we can... Yeah, most of y'all that are listening, you probably know us. So we'd love to talk with you about any of this kind of stuff. We're not experts in sharing the gospel right. necessarily. We just, you know, we got some tips. So, um, and we, we we try and you know do the best we can with it as well. So yeah. let's talk about these things. Talk with each other. Talk with you know your other pastors and leaders. And man, let's just be a church. And and I don't mean just Eastridge, but the big C yeah. church that's just living this out and going and sharing the gospel. The more we do that, the more you know we're being just faithful to the call. Right. That God. That and Jesus. We'll- left us with yeah
0: we're being who we're supposed to be being i mean who we're, we're, we're called to be. be Yep.
1: so next week we're going to jump into a little bit more apologetic stuff and start looking so at fun some like you know uh, ways to explain maybe who god is the nature of him or his existence and things yeah. like that so we'll we'll jump into some of that next week i think that'll be really interesting for a lot of us and um anyway hope y'all have a fantastic week and weekend yeah. until next time
0: seek, seek first, first the, the kingdom. kingdom of god Thank you for listening to the Seek First podcast. We hope and pray that you have been encouraged and empowered to seek first the kingdom and righteousness of God in every area of your life. If you are a teen or young adult and have a question or topic that you would like Stephanie and Kurt to discuss on Seek First, simply email kurt at eastridge.church. Until next time, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness.